joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, your host for today's fabulous episode. And today we're going to talk about balance. And I know that um, you're probably wondering, well, what does that mean and what does that have to do with me? But after you hear my guest today, you will understand the importance of why it is so important for us to maintain our balance and how that affects us in all aspects of our life, and particularly with regards to our stress levels. And my fabulous guest today is um, a wonderful lady who comes to us. She is someone like myself, of course. I'm very, very pleased to have her on the show. Her name is Elizabeth Scala, and she is a registered nurse. She holds a master's degree in nursing, woohoo, and an MBA. So she's not just um, good with her hands and her nursing skills, but she's also a very smart gal, as we know most nurses are. And she's passionate about um, helping healthcare professionals, nurses in particular, to um, embody holistic living and embrace self-care. And through her business, Living Sublime Wellness, she writes regularly on the topic of self-care, conducts free monthly wellness workshops, and offers both in-person and online seminars for busy nurses. Now, even though her passion is with regards to helping nurses take care of themselves, because so many nurses are so busy taking care of others that they do, believe it or not, neglect taking care of herself, the information that she has and that she's going to share with us today is going to be beneficial for all of us to utilize in our life. So without any delay, let me just welcome Elizabeth Scala, known as Coach, to the show. Welcome, Elizabeth. How are you today? I'm good, Rochelle. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here um, with your audience and um, have this beautiful conversation with you today. Well, we are excited to have you, as you know, and um, and you just you you just have so much to offer. So it would not be uh, it wouldn't make sense to me not to have you on the show, you know, on the show to um, disseminate your wonderful information to the listeners. So, listeners, if you're out there, I want you to take this time right now to grab a piece of paper. Get something to write back. If you can, sit back and relax and pull up your favorite beverage. And if you can, if you're driving, well, please don't write and drive, but maybe you might want to pull over for a little bit. Or if you're driving, just sit back and relax and and drive without any stress and listen to how you can listen to all that Elizabeth is going to share with us with regards to balance. And so I want to jump right in, Elizabeth, with regards to balance, um, because I know how important it is for us to maintain this. But can you just tell the listeners briefly 
what exactly do we mean by maintaining balance or or just balance? That's a great question, Rochelle. And I want to start by offering a quick story. I had a conversation with a colleague of mine, and this was over a year ago or so, and and it was when I was fresh and sort of brand new to my business. And she was asking me, you know, what do you want to be known for? How are you going to stand out? in a sea of, you know, amazing, phenomenal coaches and and people doing things to help other people. How are you going to kind of set yourself apart? So I was like, oh, crap, I don't know. (laughs) That's a tricky question. But I thought about it for a few moments, and I came up with this idea that I was going to set myself apart and say that I am really the balanced coach. And I told her that, and I said it so excitedly and you know I was so glad I came to an answer and I had this response and she just absolutely deflated me and was like you know you're going to scare everybody off because the word balance freaks people out they um, find it impossible to attain it's totally unachievable and it's just going to cause so much stress you're going to you're going to have people running for the hills and I was I was deflated and I was a little upset and I was a little offended at the time but then I was like you know what no that's that's not that's not what I mean by balance so that's how I want to answer your question and let your listeners know and and share that balance is um, something that we're always striving towards and we're always on a path to create and it's not about being perfect and it's not about standing on one foot with you know our hands in the air and our eyes closed and just teetering on this this ledge of uncertainty and impossibility. It really is just doing a little bit of this or a little bit of that and weaving in lots of different holistic, healthy practices and finding what really you enjoy and sort of getting into that routine that is balanced in that maybe it's not 100% focused on nutrition. Maybe it's not 100% focused on exercise. But there's a little bit of everything and that our life changes as we age, you know, through different life cycles will change with our focus. So I just really like this idea of balance in that um, it's it's a centering place, it's a peaceful place, it's energizing and relaxing all at the same time, and the ultimate goal is our well-being. I I really um, like how you laid that out, and I like the story that you came um you know, that you share with us because a lot of people, you know, again, would respond probably like how your colleague would have responded, was like, well, what the heck is that and who needs that? And, you know, and and it's amazing that when you enlighten people about the importance of it and really what it is, how they become, they come on board. Um, I always tell people that as we travel down our path to bliss, you know, there's always going to be challenges that come our way. However, when you know what to do to restore yourself, quote, unquote, back into balance, then the challenge doesn't seem like the Himalayas. Um, Instead, it can seem just like, you know, the Sierra Nevada range or whatever, something not as grand and, and big, but definitely something you can tackle because you have the skills and the knowledge behind, you know, restoring balance to yourself. And so um, that's very nice that you share that story and you share why you decided to focus on balance. So now we talk about 
So you mentioned how it's this, you know, balance is is a process, and things are going to come up that's going to throw you off kilter. Um, what are some of the things or what are some of the challenges that you see with regards to balance that you see out there that so many people struggle from that they are not even aware of? Mm. You know, I've worked um, – Rochelle, at a gym, actually. I was uh, the nurse at the gym. The gym had a program where I did intakes and assessments, and then for two months I sort of monitored people's exercise. Physicians could refer these clients or people brand new to exercise could come. And so it was really a wonderful program. Um, But when I worked at the gym, I noticed um, even my even my colleagues, even some of the people working there, but many of the members would be at the exercise machines and the group classes and sort of hitting it hard, like really, really hard at the physical aspect of well-being. And then, and the reason I know um, this is because my colleagues would talk um, to me in the break room or I would just hear conversations or see um, kind of posts on Facebook, and folks were going out and then drinking really hard or eating garbage on the weekend or, you know, doing all these crazy things that I was like, really? You're in the gym trying to get healthy, and then you're doing all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. that is sort of where I see balance coming in, um, and, and then folks kind of, you know, not even being aware that they're off balance because – we may focus on one aspect of our well-being, for example, our exercise, but then we may neglect all other areas. We may be miserable in our career. We may be miserable in our relationships. We may be unchallenged in our educational health. Um, our spirituality may be um, abs- absent, completely absent. So that's a challenge right there is when people uh, really focus heavily in one area and feel maybe that they're compensating because they're lacking in other areas. Maybe, And like you said, maybe they're not even aware of it. And so I try to um, enlighten folks and, and help them bring that awareness to their, their forefront to say, you know, it's a whole circle. It's like, it's like the um, trivia pursuit uh, piece, uh, game piece with all the pie pieces. It's a whole circle of all these things playing into your well-being. And if you're just focusing on one area and totally blind to the rest of your wellness, then that's not really living a balanced life, and that can create stress and disease. So, so with regards to that, what are some of the what are some of the things that you see? I mean, I know you mentioned like you know people they're you know they're at the gym and they're working out, and they're hitting the machine hard, but then they're going out after the gym and you know, head to the nearest local pub, so to speak, and slamming down a few brewskis and eating a big fat cheeseburger and, you know, okay, so that's, you know, that's obvious. But what are some um, not-so-obvious signs that people may not even recognize within themselves are signs that they may be in a state of imbalance? Mm. You know, that's a good point. You're right. So thank you for bringing that to my attention. So people who might... um, be constantly complaining that they are trying to let go of extra weight and not being successful. People who are having trouble sleeping at night and not sure what is keeping them up and sort of, you know, there's really nothing wrong but just this underlying stress that just has them awake. 
um, energetically, you know, all things, uh, when in balance and when aligned, um, we are free of dis-ease, not disease like the sickness, but dis-ease in the body. So if um, if we're out of balance and we're not even aware of it, another subtle thing is we can start to um, have these, like, vague physical symptoms pop up, like aches or pains or just general um, anxiety or just um, lethargy and kind of feeling tired for no reason. So there's lots of vague symptoms or vague discomforts that then come up that folks, um, it, it can be because they're out of balance. Okay, so um, so it, it could be it could be a variety of things, basically. It's just... Would you say it's important for a person to tune to first of all tune into what tune into their body and how they're feeling in their mind and their body? Is that a you know would that be a good start for them for them to become clued in, so to speak? Um, yeah, I would think that's a good start. I would also think the the first thing that people want to do is sort of um, have just sort of become aware of what they actually want in terms of their well-being or in terms of their stress level, in terms of how they're feeling. You know, how do I want to feel? And then start to notice, um, is there a discrepancy between how I want to feel and how I am feeling every single day throughout the day? You know, maybe pausing at different moments of the day and checking in. How do I want to feel and is this kind of, um, are these... uh, Again, is there a discrepancy between the two? And once you start to have that awareness that you do have something you want to change, then I would say um, for people to start checking in with their bodies. Because like you mentioned earlier, some folks are not even aware they're out of balance because Mm -hmm. we live so busy and so hurried and so in our heads. We actually live so much in our heads these days, you know, being on the technological devices and the mobile devices, we're, we're very much in our heads. People have lost touch with the body and feeling the body and feeling grounded and what the body, body clues are. So I think people first have to kind of decide, is this something they're even interested in investigating further? And if that answer becomes yes, then getting into you know, checking in with the body. But like I mentioned, if we're so in our heads and we're out of touch with our bodies, it would be hard to ask someone to just say, you know, check in with your body because people may not even know how to do that. So basically it's really about being aware of what's going on in your, you know, going on in your mind and your body. Even though society has us operating, you know, 24-7, so to speak, and we can't shut off or, you know, some people have a real difficult time shutting off or closing out, you know, the world, so to speak. Um, it really begins with, I would say, being becoming aware of how your body is feeling and then progressing to different aspects of that, Right. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So now, um, if someone is having, you know, troubles with basically maintaining balance within their, you know, within themselves, um, they may have mental brain fog that's, you know, 
causing them not to be able to be focused and to be as sharp and and clear and have clarity and and things of that nature. Um, Or they may, you know, say I'm eating well, but now I have digestive challenges, so to speak. Um, What would you say to, what would you what would you say to them with regards to them recognizing their state of imbalance? What would I say with with regards to recognizing their state of imbalance? Yeah, like okay, so you know I have um you know I have this mental fog, so to speak. I can't just stay. I can't focus. I don't have the clarity that I once had. So, you know, the person's coming to you and they're like, "Well, I have this mental fog and." And then I've been eating really well, and, you know, and before I was eating well, I didn't have any problems, and now I switched my diet, and I'm eating more healthier, more, you know, fresh produce and stuff, which was supposed to help with my mental clarity, but instead I continue to have mental clarity, I mean, mental clarity issues, and now that I'm eating healthy and well, I wasn't having digestive challenges before, but now I am. What would you say to that person with regards to their journey on their path, I want to say, to balance? Yeah, okay. So a couple of things come to mind. And um, first off, you know, change is a process, as we kind of said right in the beginning of our conversation today. And so Mm -hmm. it may not happen immediately, which is why human beings do struggle with the healthy choices. Because, you know, we, we want, like, an instant fix. Instant gratification. You know, yeah, immediate gratification. If it's not coming immediately, then it must not be working, right? Right. So first and foremost, you know, I would try to find out from them how long have the changes been happening. You know, if this has only been one day, taking it a little bit easy and, and, and giving yourself credit for the healthy choices you're making and just sticking with it for a while because it's not going to happen overnight. The next thing I I would definitely recommend is sort of letting go of attachment to an outcome. So, you know, let's I, I practice Reiki and Reiki is an energy um modality that instills balance. So I think it's kind of uh appropriate to bring it up here. Yes, and, I love Reiki. Love okay. it. I'm I'm a Reiki practitioner too. So go ahead and bring it on, girl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so when we practice Reiki, and I actually was um, teaching level one at the hospital um, for this brand new group on Tuesday, and we were talking about outcomes. And so you know, when people put their hands and they think that they're a Reiki practitioner, and then they want to relieve this back pain they're having, and the back pain isn't going away, so they're starting to feel hopeless, and the Reiki's not working. Well, Reiki in itself has nothing to do with us and our ego. It's it's the energy um, balancing and doing what it's supposed to do that's best for our highest good. So back to your hey, question. Hey, Elizabeth. Yeah. Let, yep. let, let, I want to just, um, interrupt you for just a second here because I'm, I know what Reiki is and you know what Reiki is, but just I want to go back just to, for a moment. Can you just tell the listening audience what Reiki is because it may not they may not be familiar with it. Oh, absolutely. And I do apologize to listeners for just assuming. That's my bad there, <laughs> folks. So um, <laughs> um, Reiki is, uh, at the most basic de- de- definition, universal life force energy. 
And what it looks like is a Reiki practitioner, um, the recipient would come to a practitioner, the recipient remains fully clothed and might sit in a chair or lie on a massage table, and the practitioner um, uses their hands and can either have hands lightly touching the body or above the body if people do not want to be touched. And as I mentioned, it's ener- what it is is um, energy, and so the universal life energy, this connected divine energy from the universal consciousness, is going deep into every level of us, our physical, our mental, emotional, our energetic body, and just really allowing the body to rest, kicking on the parasympathetic nervous system, letting the body rest, and restoring the body, balancing the body, and really just aligning um, the whole being to what's best for our highest good. So that's kind of like a very brief description. Um, Thank does that you. help, or yeah. does it make it worse? <laughs> no, no, I think it. I think it kind of helps um, people to understand, you know, what it is. And so now, go ahead and talk about what you were talking about with regards to um, your work in the hospital the other day. Okay. Yeah, and so I'm relating this to your original question. The person is coming. They wanted to get rid of their mental fogginess, but they changed their diet. However, now they're having, you know, bowel problems. So what I was saying is, with regard and, and relating this to Reiki, so we sometimes are attached to the outcome. And so let's say someone is doing Reiki on a client and hoping to ease the client's back pain, and the back pain is not going away, and the client is getting frustrated, oh, the Reiki's not working, I'm very upset, um, but I notice I've been overdoing it, and you know I've been doing so much yard work, I've cleaned my whole garage, I've been saying yes to everyone that wants help from me, maybe I'm overdoing it. So see there the person is getting a clue from the back pain that they're overdoing it. And maybe they'll start to shift how many people they're saying yes to, the amount of tasks they're taking on, the amount of physical labor and different things that they're doing. So my point is that um, sometimes when we're looking to get an outcome from something, a subtle clue is coming our way that's actually... Um, really going to help us on another level. So with your with your example of your client coming with the fogginess and the, the irritable bowels, you know, maybe after they've given it a little bit of time and they've looked to see um, is this working, is this change process giving time to work, and it's still not, maybe um, then they need to investigate further what other types of healthy diets are out there for them? Because not every healthy diet is going to work for every single person. So they may have to play around with other things. So that's just my my response is sort of letting go of your attachment to the outcome and, and allowing what needs to come up. That is a really balanced um, way to process. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Um, and just I want you to repeat that one more time for the listeners because I think so many of us get wrapped up in the outcome, and you know, and sometimes it's really it's a really a little bit more than that. So can, if you could just repeat that one more time, that would be fabulous. Sure. So what I mentioned was that when we let go of our attachment to an outcome, that really is living in a balanced, 
process that's going to move us forward towards our greatest health and our highest good. Wow. So, so utilize. So I like that. I mean, it, it is just um, it just flows with what I do and and in how I live, especially you know incorporating Reiki, which is such a beautiful beautiful um, way to love and nourish ourselves. If, if any of you listeners out there have not experienced a Reiki treatment, I suggest you do it. Find somebody in your area that practices Reiki, that's a Reiki master or a Reiki practitioner, and just go have a session with, with them and just see how you feel. And don't be um, attached to anything. Just go on with any, without any expectations and just let the magic of Reiki work for you and work through you. It's, it's really, really a phenomenal experience. And I want to say it's kind of like if you guys aren't, you know, still kind of don't get it, it's kind of like when you see people what they call lane, lane of the hands. It's kind of like that. Um, but it's a wonderfully relaxing experience. And, who you know, it's definitely beneficial for your mind and your body. Now, with regards to helping the people. So we've talked about, you know, um, you know, what balance is and how people can become aware of imbalances within themselves and their minds and their body, what to look, what to look for, how, you know, possibly Reiki can help them with that and really not being attached to any outcome, but being committed to, you know, taking care of yourself and, and, and remaining in that state of balance. Do you notice um do you notice very many people around you that are in denial about their state of imbalance? Oh. <laughs> um that's a sort of I'm laughing because I work <laughs> in the hospital still part-time and as Rochelle mentioned with my bio, you know, I do work with many individuals um in in various capacities, especially with my Reiki practice. I see people, um, all sorts of people from the community. However, uh, my virtual presence is primarily, um, you know, a nurse coach. And working in the hospital, I see many nurses working um, day to day, and I do observe many people in ba- that are imbalanced who are in denial, um, in denial um, or have no desire to change how things are. And it can get frustrating for someone who wants to help people, um, but then there I go with an attachment to an outcome. So as of lately, I've realized, um, you know, I can only continue to do what I do, share what I'm passionate about, um, put myself out there for people to come find me. And when those people are ready to change, you know, I'm here for them. However, if a person is really, you know, happy with the way things are going and not ready or willing to change, and even, and even, Rochelle, unhappy with the way things are going, but again, not ready to change, you know, there's there's absolutely nothing that I can, can do <laughs> other than be present and hold the space for them to come to me. Uh, yes, I, I I'm, I'm, hold that thought. I'm going to, um, we're going to, dive a little bit more into that, but I have to take this time to really acknowledge one of our sponsors for this show, and this sponsor has a philosophy that is very simple, but um, very loving and wholesome. 
sponsor is 21drops.com. And what they are, let me just tell you a little bit about them. 21drops.com is an essential oil company, and me being an Ayurvedic health practitioner, I utilize aromatherapy in essential oil and what I do for my clients. And essential oils are the root of it all. They benefit the mind, the body, and the spirit, which makes them just so yummy for us. And they do help with balance issues, as what we're talking about today. Um, these are highly fragrant and highly concentrated molecules that are extracted from various parts of the plant, such as the leaves, the fruit, the wood, the seeds, and the flowers. And what they all do is they represent a critical part of both the um, plant's immune system and the plant's survival mechanisms. Now, because plants and man's have e- man have evolved alongside each other with the same chemistry for over thousands of years, once we, meaning humans, um, either inhale or absorb these essential oils into our bloodstream, they interact with our body and they have this wonderful, wonderful benefit. They create balance and wellness. And that, my friends, is the science of what aromatherapy is based upon, that one principle of creating balance and wellness. Now, at 21, at 21 Drops, they source their essential oils from organically grown herbs and plants that they collect from all over the globe, and they use the most precious methods in distilling the oils in their purest forms and extracting them from the plants. Now, what they do is they select carefully diffused oils by these distillers all over the world that helps people with solutions that they have, what they call their 21 blend solutions that helps anything from headache to heartache. So 21 Drops captures the incredible power of these pure essential oils that are not only therapeutic for ourselves, but for the world that we live in around us as well. And their philosophy is that by them being able to extract this powerful and pure, beautiful essential oil, this beautiful therapeutic stuff that exists around us naturally, that they empower their friends and their customers to feel better and be better. So if you're looking for an essential oil to utilize in your life, if you've been referred by a practitioner that you need a certain type of essential oil and you're having a difficult time finding it, if you just want to utilize it as a form of aromatherapy around your environment, I highly recommend that you go to 21drops.com. That's the number 2121 drops with an S dot com and check out what they have. I'm sure as they say they have essential oils to help from headache to heartache, and I'm sure there's something that they have that will help you. And since we're talking about balance today, I know they have an essential oil or an essential oil blend that can definitely help you to restore balance and wellness back into your life. That, again, is 21drops.com. Now, back to Elizabeth. And us exploring the aspect of we have these people that are around us, that work with us, that might be family, that might be friends, colleagues, that we recognize that they are out of balance, and they may even recognize that they are out of balance, but they are unwilling or unlikely to make any changes in their life to help 
them restore balance and to feel better and be better, that, my friends, within itself is when you're a healthcare practitioner and you're taking care of people and you see that, you just automatically want to fix them because that's what we do as healthcare providers and healthcare practitioners. But as Elizabeth said, it's not always up to us to do that. And so, um, Elizabeth, when you come across, um, you know, some of these people that you know, they either may be coming to you for help or, let me put it this way, they're coming to you for help, but they don't really want you to recognize their sense of imbalance. What do you do or what do you say to them to try to help them get back on um you know, in the mainstream of things that, you know, you need to recognize you have this imbalance and we need to do something to fix it or you need to let me help you or let me show you. What do you say to them when they're a little bit resistant to that? Well, there's a couple things. Um, The first I want to suggest is actually related to um, something that's happened recently with a client and myself. So I'll share that first. And then if we, you know, if you'd like to have other ideas, I can share more. But I think this is best because um, it gives you an actual experience. So someone is coming to me and really struggling with um, their career, um, struggling with their relationship to money, struggling with um, just feeling confident and sort of joyful um, in their body, mind, and spirit. And so, you know, they wanted to change, but sometimes um, – it's just easier to stay the same because we're comfortable and, you know, I can go into that for a long time. Uh, We could touch on that in a moment (laughs) if you like, but yeah, yeah, they want to change, but um, it's just really, it's a little bit harder sometimes to change than it is to stay the same. But, but I could see that they really wanted this and they could voice why they wanted it. That's one thing I would get people to do is really voice. Why do you want this? Why do you want it now? Why do you want it for you and not for others? You know, really get to those motivations. So I could see all that, but there was still a little bit of ambivalence. The ambivalence was coming from the belief that nothing is ever going to change. I've been struggling with this my whole life, and, you know, I'm just, I I could try, but I really don't think it's going to be successful. So what we did was we decided to do what I'd like to call a little experiment. And I said to them, let's just try for 21 days this one technique, and you do this for 21 days, and what you want to do is notice how you feel before and after. You want to notice how you feel um, after you each day that you do it, but then you also want to notice day-to-day. How are you feeling with your confidence? How are you feeling with your relationship to money? How are you feeling emotionally? You know, what are you seeing? What are you observing? So just doing like a science experiment. Noticing how you were before, notice how you are during the 21 days, and notice how you are after. And what happened was the person absolutely embraced the change and did the change because they were, you know what it was? It was sort of playful for them. It was sort of like I could do this and it could work or I could do this and it fails, but we're just doing a little experiment here, so there's no pressure in succeeding and we're just trying it out and testing it out together. And so that was a really effective method to approach it um, as an experiment and just have the person notice the changes or the the things that didn't change and just do things um, on their you know on their own with my guidance. So 
if someone is coming to me wanting to change but uh, but really feeling a little ambivalent and feeling um, doubtful that they're going to be able to do it, I would approach it as an experiment with them. Okay. I um I like that. I like the 21-day approach. Um, as we all know, 21 days has a, a very significant, you know, meaning uh, to the mind and the body. If you do something for 21 days straight, it, it becomes a habit is what they say. It takes 21 days to cre- create a habit, although it takes a lot longer to break the habit. But beginning that 21-day cycle is definitely a great way to begin to incorporate positive changes into our, our life and our well-being. Um, with regards to that, what would be the next step that someone would take? Okay, let me back up. I'm going to back up. What about those people that come to you, they know they have an imbalance, they want to work through it, they want to get, you know, they want to get back to being balanced, and um, they're really enthusiastic and all that. Um, what do you say to them? But they just want to do everything. What do you say or how do you break it down for them um, to make it simplified? Because those people tend to be the people that get, they want to do everything, and so they, they will try to do everything, and then they get overwhelmed. But they definitely want to make the change. But because they want to try to do everything all at once, they get overwhelmed and they stop. What do you say or how do you help them th- through uh, the process? Rochelle, that is a fabulous question because that just happened. <laughs> well, I am the queen of feeling fabulous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and the queen of um, knowing just the right question. So I'm I'm laughing and smiling as you were asking because just this past <laughs> week, um, my group, my group, I, I have a group program that just wrapped up on Tuesday, and the group was talking about goals and um the 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 reasons that sometimes they don't succeed or the reason the sabotage the sabotage that happens and so we discussed this and i said to the one woman who had a list of you know hundreds of things that she was ready to tackle as soon as the program ended and all this and i said how about this we need to do – it's back to what we talked about earlier with change being a process, our health being a journey, balance being kind of cyclical and throughout our entire um, lifespan. So I said to her, we need to do this in sort of baby steps. What you need to do is set one realistic, small, you know, reachable, practical goal that you can then achieve that recognize your success, say, I did it, and then build upon that success to get to the next one. And so you get more confident. You get more excited about what you're doing. You're more likely to keep with it because you're seeing changes instead of trying to change everything at once. And this goes back, oh, this, this beautifully goes back to balance. So when we think of the body, the body always wants to stay in, you know, this nursey term, which is homeostasis. We want to stay mm-hmm. in this, like, equilibrium, you know, Oxygen is coming in, carbon dioxide is going out. pH levels are staying balanced, hormones are staying balanced. Um, our rhythms of sleep and wake cycles are, are supposed to be balanced. So our body wants balance. And if we go in there and try to change everything under the sun all at one time, the body's going to say, hell no, we can't do this. And, you know, <laughs> you're not going to be able to do any of it. So 
right, change one right. thing at a time, people. Change one thing at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Say that again. Change one thing at a time, at a time people. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know, you know, you get those people that come in, and and you can tell they're out of balance, or you know, they they have just step because the way they are you just know it's like oh whoa 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 slow down um yes yeah, slow down everything right. <laughs> you know you, you know and they're almost and, and i want to say bless their hearts they're almost as difficult to work with as those that either one don't recognize all of their imbalances or their true imbalance or two they recognize it and it's just the way it is and that they're really resistant to change i mean so you, you have these, you know, you have people all over the spectrum, so to speak, and it, it's fun to watch those that seem to be the most difficult candidates. I don't know if that's the right word, but those that seem to be the most difficult or the most challenging, it's fun to watch them evolve into those people that were so out of balance and see them gradually start to become in balance and then see see them recognize this within themselves. Um, I think that is really really, really uh, the beauty in what, you know, people like me and you do uh, for our clients. And, and and when we see that, you know, to me, it just really puts a smile on my face um, because, oh, sometimes. <laughs> you know, yeah, sometimes yeah you're right, be- though. Seeing when you see them, you know what has to happen, though, is they have to go through some sort of experience or they have to sort of, realize it in their own head, kind of make sense in their own head and say, ah, and then you can kind of see that shift. And and from that moment on, things are just easier, you know, um, changes start happening, the success starts to flow, and it's because they have come to that realization themselves. Like we talked about earlier, you and I can do all of the cheerleading, all of the hand-holding, all of the you've got to do this stuff people kind of thing, but until that light bulb goes on and it starts to flow for them, um, yeah, but once it starts to flow for them, then that is very exciting time, and it's so fun and fulfilling. So we keep doing what we're doing, right? <laughs> That's right. We're kind of, um, you know, I, I know for myself, I'm, an, uh, you know, definitely an adrenaline junkie. You know, when that <laughs> when that epinephrine gets to kicking in and I'm on that, I'm in, my, as they call, my micro zone, then yeah, I love it, and uh, you know that just goes with me being having a background as an ER a trauma nurse. They used to tease us and say, "You guys are so up on it. You're needing your adrenaline fix." And of course, we we are. That's why we do it. But again, it's a love for what you do, and when you see people, uh, you know, come to the other side, so to speak, um, it, it's it's just really really warming to the heart, and it lets me know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I want to ask you, because we've talked a, a lot about, you know, balance and people and how they can recognize and, or, you know, how they can become aware, the steps they can take to, you know, help themselves restore balance. But um, is there anything that people should become aware of that that within themselves that may be a sign that um, their state of being out of balance, so to speak, might be something that they may need to further explore with their with their physician. Mm. And yeah. and the reason why I'm saying this is because you know, I know you've seen this that people have all kinds of stuff, 
but there's just sometimes there's just little markers that tell you that this is a little bit you may be you may have a, you may be feeling imbalanced whether it's your mind or your body because you may have something else going on and you might want to explore this with your physician. So that's why I just want to bring that up for those people out there that may be having that quandary in their mind. Well, Rochelle, you know, you'd probably be more of an expert than I at sort of the <laughs> physical components because, you know, with your Ayurveda and, and all these other sorts of things. But um, I think we mentioned it earlier, you know, with bowel issues for sure. I mean, people walking around thinking that it's okay to have a bowel movement just once a week. Oh yeah. You know, that's that's not right, people. So <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's a that's a out of balance kind of thing. But but beyond the physical, I mean I I, I speak more to um the mental, emotional, spiritual awarenesses. And you know, what I would say is if you're constantly um on this emotional roller coaster ride where one minute you feel so happy and joyful and everything's smooth but then you the littlest thing is setting you off into a tailspin of anger or you know sobbing tears at least that's what happened to me where i realized you know my life is completely unbalanced and i am absolutely unhealthy and i need to make some serious changes because i do not want to live like that so you know just looking at are you extremely reactive situations? Mm. Are you extremely influenced by your external environment? Does every little thing set you off? That might be a sign of imbalance. And I mentioned this earlier with the sleep. I mean, it's hard for shift workers. um, It's hard for folks to get to sleep and stay asleep. But, you know, the sleep cycle and the restful sleep cycle is so imperative to our well-being. And so, if you're a person who is finding yourself, you know, getting woken up in the middle of the night and having trouble and feeling restless, something um, small might be out of balance, but looking into that as well. Those are the two areas that I feel most comfortable um, speaking to. Okay, yeah, that's. I, I think that's um, really, really good and important. Again, you guys, if you feel that your issues, uh, that you may be having um, warrants you to seek, you know, medical help, um, please do so because there may be something, you know, underneath or underlying that may be going on and, you know, a medical professional can help you decipher that and possibly fix that for you so that it will eliminate, you know, the imbalance that's manifesting or showing up for you. And, for us women, a lot of times, as we get when we get to a certain age, we do. And I want to say, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna retract that statement and not say just for us women. I'm gonna say for guys too. So for all of us, we get to a certain point in our life where you know we have hormonal changes that happen. Because um, I've seen this happen in guys, so it's just not a woman's menopausal thing. Um, but you know, just know that you can have balance and you can have this beautiful walk down your path to bliss and and remain in balance. Um, But if you have a lot of of, um, mental issues or issues that are coming up where, like Elizabeth said, that you find yourself getting really agitated, angry, um, when you're normally 
joyful, peaceful person. It doesn't it doesn't hurt to go in and just get your hormone levels checked and have doctors do simple tests. Um, and when those come back out okay, then you know okay. Then it's just it's not something medically going on. It's just me, and let me become aware of it, and then let me seek out additional sources to help, such as Elizabeth, to help me. I understand what's going on and to help me get on a game plan so that I can restore balance back to myself. And so that is is just something I want to mention um, to all of you out there listening. Now, Elizabeth, is there is there any um, anything else that you want to share with us with regards to um, why it makes sense for us? to maintain balance so that we can experience less stress in all aspects of our lives? Absolutely. I love this question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I get to talk about what I think is the most, uh, my favorite topic, which, you know, always comes sort of at the end after we talk about all the heavy things, is Mm -hmm. fun, Absolutely fun. That's it. Simple fun. So if we're not having that three fun, let, you mean three letter word that starts with an F? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've become so serious and so you know career driven and work oriented and you know information coming at us the media blah blah. I'm just like, come on, people, have fun. Let your hair down, dance. So the same goes true with our with our path to balance with our path to bliss with our healthy choices if 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 they're not fun anymore and you're not enjoying the things you're doing like goodness sake you need to find something else to do because if you're not enjoying it you're going to procrastinate you're going to say you don't have time for it other priorities creep in and then your healthy things are just gone to the wayside and you're not doing anything anymore so you absolutely need to enjoy yourself and have a good time and that is that is my key to balance because all of this um, sort of healthy behaviors that require me to focus, to have an awareness, to be making choices all day, to, um, you know, making decisions that I'm going to choose to eat an orange instead of this. You know, so, like, those things kind of require work. You have absolutely got to have fun and balance it all out. So, fun, that's what I have to say is my final my final, you know, piece. You you really the way to balance is to enjoy yourself and have a good time always. Oh, wonderful. Now I wanna I wanna piggyback on that because um we you know, people do work hard, they are focused that you know, on whatever, you know, never really on the present moment but on other things and they get so intense and you know, and they forget to have fun. And and it's not a bad three-letter word that, you know, starts with F. It actually is a very good word. And when you say it, even if you don't have, you know, the time to go out and have fun right now, just say the word a couple times in your head, and it's going to evoke a smile within your brain and then lead to a smile on your face. But I want to add to that because you also also mentioned to me um, prior a four-letter word that goes, that needs to go hand-in-hand with the three-letter word that starts with an F, fun. And that four-letter word is love. And so can you just touch on the word love and how um, 
that will also enhance, um, you know, our topic, which is balance. Definitely. Um, The love that I'm thinking of when you said that, it just called to mind our own love of our own self, our own respect of our own self. And so, you know, letting go of being the critical, judgmental, hard-on-ourselves people, letting go of being the perfectionist, like letting go of being the overachiever, just letting go of all of that. And when we truly love ourselves as we are, we can be comfortable being our unique self. And when we can be our unique self, then we are going to be our successful self. And, and, and all of this plays into balance because it makes life so much easier. It's just less of a struggle. So, you know, this is actually things I work on with clients, and I'll be honest to the audience, I continue to work on with myself because we all were able to give love to everyone around us, but when was the last time you looked in the mirror and looked in your own eyes and looked at your own body and felt love and joy for yourself? Mm. That is that is really profound because I bet you out there, the people listening, um, not many people even think of that. You know, they're looking in the mirror to check their makeup. They're looking in the mirror. I know I'm doing it, checking my lipstick, you know. Uh, but to really just to take a set, you know, a moment or two and just look at yourself in the mirror and really appreciate who you are and love those, that person that's looking back at you, you know, because that person looking back at you really does love you. But oftentimes we don't see it because we don't put forth the effort because we're so busy trying to get to the next thing. So I like that. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful way to uh, summarize what we're talking about today with regards to balance. Now, Elizabeth, I know that you're this phenomenal person and you do these wonderful things and you're really into, you know, helping us all to feel better and, and maintain balance and, you know, especially us nurses out there in the world uh, that do so much and give so much. But how does someone get in contact with you that, quote, unquote, maybe, let me ask, let me backtrack. Do you work with other people other than healthcare professionals? Absolutely. Yes, I do, Rochelle. <laughs> and so how would someone whether healthcare professional, and, and when I'm saying healthcare professionals, I'm talking about all gamut from the radiologist to the person working in environmental services to the physicians, the doctors, the, you know, techs, all, medical assistants, all of that, um, and the people that are in corporate world, the people that are stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home dads that may, you know, feel that they're completely out of balance, how would someone get in contact with you to work with you? Well, people can find me, um, find more information about me at my website, which is my name, elizabethscala.com. And when you're on that site, there's a contact page. And, I mean, email, my phone, everything's listed. So elizabethscala.com. And do you have any of um workshops or anything coming up? I know we did you did a fabulous uh teleseminar that I was um so privileged to be a part of. But do you have anything and I know you said you just finished something, do you have anything coming up that um you know, the people out there listening may want to check out? Sure. Yeah. You know, I do a monthly 
um, webinar. And so it is on the second Thursday of every month. So in July, that would be July 11th, and it's at 8 p.m. Eastern. And, again, if they go to ElizabethScala.com and then they find um, the freebies kind of tab because it's a free webinar, um, they can register for the webinar um, on that right on that website. And if anyone has any trouble finding it, you can always email me and say, hey, where the heck do I get to this workshop? Okay. Okay, you guys, you have it from the coach. I don't want to call her the balancing coach because she's so much more than that. But you have it from my friend and, um, you know, healthcare professional extraordinaire, registered nurse with a master's degree training, not in just nursing, but maybe she has that MBA as well. So she can help those corporate executives that don't think that us healthcare professionals can talk their language. Believe me, we can, and Elizabeth is proof of that. Um, thank you so much for being a guest on this show, Elizabeth. You were just sensational, and I knew you would be and this topic is just so important because as we go around today and I'm and I'm calling this I'm calling all you listeners on this as you go around today check out how many people just by looking at them and giving them a glaze um how many people seem to be out of state out of a state of balance how many people seem to be in balance how many people seem to be needing help from Elizabeth just check it out you know don't make it you know like so tedious, but just check it out and you'll be amazed at what you find out and what you see. And then that'll just bring more awareness to you and yourself. So Elizabeth, thank you again for being a guest on Blissful Living. It was a sincere pleasure to have you awaken us with regards to balance. And you guys, thank you for listening to Blissful Living. I always enjoy talking to my guests, but I always enjoy having just the right information to share with you at that right moment in time, and I hope that um, you find it very useful in your life. And I want you to be sure to tune in to next week's show where we'll have another sensational guest to help you to live a life of bliss and to have less stress in all aspects of your life so that you can be free of illness and disease in your mind, body, and spirit. And with that, I'm going to say I'm Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and I am wishing peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. Bye for now, but I sure hope to have you tuning in next to next week's show. Take good care, everyone. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.